0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Only Football. It's Maxler Beimler with Michael Holder. Michael, how you doing? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Uh, no guy today. No guy. Uh, First and last time, hopefully, that this uh, this ever happens. Um, we we planned to just to do this because Europa League and Champions League are coming up. So, guy, unfortunately, had to to pull out relatively late today. So we're just going to limit it to uh, the Europa League. Otherwise, we wouldn't have done the episode, uh, but we're just going to have the Europa League in. We're going to do a little paper talk, uh, scout a piece in the Europa League, and then we'll be back hopefully on Thursday um, with a Champions League preview. Um, so, yeah, a lot's been going on uh, since, uh, since the season's wrapped up. I, Italy just wrapped up, but I guess since the PL this, wrapped up, the yeah. the
1: seasons for sure wrapped up.
0: Uh, yeah, the transfer window opened the day after the PLC season finished, and um, there's been a lot of developments, especially today. Um, let's kick it off. A few days ago, we'll start with the managers. Eddie Howe, leaving uh, leaving Bournemouth. They It was like a mutual a mutual kind of thing. They, they parted ways. ways. Um, which is understandable. It's now definitely time for him to make at least a jump. But, yeah.
1: But where? Uh, I think at least he's got some offers. Like, why would he do that if, if he didn't? Yeah, um, I guess maybe for if he thinks I'm a better manager than the championship, and I think he's confident in someone that will decide him. But I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure someone has to it just been pretty tight mouth, so no one really knows.
0: Well, I'm I'm just trying to you know cross who's who's crossed my mind in terms of kind of finishing the season slowly, and poorly. Crystal Palace, I think, is one that uh, that could be. I mean, they 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 finished horrendously. Um, yeah. I think what how many games back there were nine games, I believe. They lost seven of them and scored in two of them. I think or three of them only. Oh really? They got y- yeah. six times. Yes. Yes. Um, yeah, they won the first one against against Bournemouth. Uh, Chelsea they lost three two and Spurs they drew one all. And they they got they got wiped out the rest of the way. And you know actually, guy was you know just roasting them um, the the uh, the day before the last game of the season, last the last fixtures of the season. Um, so I think Palace might be a, a potential option. And a decent, a decent jump for him, you know? It's Everton's taken up and now. Yeah, you have more
1: money there. Or a bit more. A bit more. Yeah. A bit more.
0: I mean, especially if... Maybe it's... And Zaha might be leaving as well, right? Yeah. Finally. So yeah. there's going to be some money it's coming in from there. Needs. They've been linked to Ismail Asar, actually, as uh, the replacement for Zaha. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Um. So i I got to say, Bournemouth... Uh, sorry, Palace is maybe the one team that I can kind of see... Um, looking elsewhere, unless, unless West Ham, you know, just dropped the axe on David Moyes as well. Yeah. Which they could. I mean, it's, they did it before. <laughs> I think got him to stay up, right? So it's yeah, like, but they did. That, was that all he was brought in to do? That's That's, the what, they, that's what they did last time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so there's that. Secondly, in terms, um, in terms of managers comes Antonio Conte, who, despite only, Giving up the skidder, uh, skid- uh, to uh, Juve at one point, it was more or less done for them, like back in February. I yeah. would say, you know, uh,
1: yeah. Since the restart, you didn't really think they would have a shot. No, it's like they have a shot maybe at second because if Lazio drop, they'll, they'll drop. Right. Which they did because they ended up coming fourth. Fourth, yeah, which yeah. is
0: yeah, which is exactly what happened. Um, but so what happened with uh, Antonio Conte? Is as you, like, like you said with Juve, like he, he was sniping at the higher-ups, the owners of Inter Milan, um, either before their second-last game or shortly before their first game. Um, and they didn't take kindly to that. He's saying that you know, we, we didn't get enough backing. Um, now, I think there's a couple, there's a couple takes on this. Do, do you think that Conte received enough backing um, coming into a, you know, being the new manager of a team? Um of Milan, of interstature? I think
1: so. I think so. With when it happened with Juve it was after three years. Right. So uh, you have a bit more timeline to say I wanted these players during this time and you only gave me this. But this is just one year. Mm-hmm. And I guess you can say you did a lot of a good job with the patchwork because what they got young yeah, they, they just went to the EPL, right?
0: And, yeah, there were lots sets so of things. Like I would say Sensi, Lukaku and Barella were those are three nice signings. Yeah. Um I mean frankly I was glad they took Lukaku off, off United's hands but um you know we had a great season and and it was a it was a big money transfer. Barella and Sensi both young and up and coming midfielders. Other than that, they had plenty of other signs: Moses, Ashley Young, Christian Eriksen, Alexis Sanchez on loan. Now those are that That's patchwork, man. That's like, like It is patchwork. It is, just for right. now. Yeah. So, kind no, of fight your to, tongue?
1: Yes. But, yeah. unless if his demands have been extreme, and that's why there's the tension now, it must have been. But, like, even, he, he should know that he could probably only get two big signings if he mm-hmm. wants to. And if he has to do that, he's going to have to get rid of people, because he just, he just named four midfielders that he brought, oh, three midfielders and a... Forward from the EPL, right? And I don't know. He he must have demanded something big, but I think I think he'll stay.
0: Apparently, they're really pissed with him, man. Like this is this is blah, blah, blah. there are really big rumors of either Allegri or possibly now Pochettino uh, coming in coming to replace in. him. Yeah. Yeah,
1: and then there's been uh, who else is a been linked with?
0: That's all I've heard so far. I think maybe maybe Juve, but yeah yeah well the, okay, that's I guess that's another okay, so all right, do you think Sarri is going anywhere No, I don't think so I right. don't think so either' I don't, I don't think so either, but I don't think you guys i especially think we have
1: to give him another year
0: that's fair but i but i think i his don't style think play,
1: win. he because Ronaldo's there, he can't fully do it but mm. as a good manager, you should be able to adapt yeah uh I uh, forgot who said it one of his good friends said that if uh, Sorry, can get Jorginho at Juventus. You'll see a, a way better Juventus, and I'm mm-hmm. just like, then it's the it, 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 like if you're a great coach, you shouldn't have to rely on one one play. player, a player for your style of play to work. Sure, yeah, right. If you're actually a good manager, you could find another person to do that job, which I think he's tried to do the first year, or you just
0: play a different style adjust uh, yeah, adjust a little bit. You don't bit. have to
1: adjust drastically, but just in that one position.
0: But that would also come down to scouting as well. I mean, there are there will be players young and upcoming as well. I'm sure that, you know, play like Jorginho. You know. I mean, shit. Sandro Tonali, I think would I, I it seems like Inter is actually leading that race for him. Yeah. With, um, with Conte or without. with someone else, right? Yeah, that uncertainty, right? <laughs> is so Conte interested or Inter interested?
1: That's what you got to
0: ask. Yeah, fair enough. Um yeah, and okay, so speaking about Inter, um we'll just kinda segue to uh, some transfer talk. I'm over the moon because today it comes out that apparently Inter are taking Alexis Sanchez and his ridiculously ludicrous contract off of United's hands. For free. We're not we're not even getting uh um a transfer fee. Apparently it was rumors of like fifteen million, which would have been a nice little cherry on top, but uh I've i I've seen that some United fans are like pissed that we didn't get a transfer fee. Man. Just get him out of the club. Yeah. At get this him. point, <laughs> they've already forgotten about
1: him, so what's the difference of giving away for free?
0: No, I mean, that's just someone who's getting paid way more than anyone, really, in the league, essentially. Um, and and just being a total dud. Probably maybe bring down the dressing room, definitely when he's there, but even just having that as a player in the back of your mind. knowing yeah. that like, this guy's making double, quadruple more than I am, and he doesn't even play for this team. And when he is here, he... He uh, he's he's sitting on the bench. You know, it's just he's not
1: going to start. He's not going to no. He he's forgotten
0: in the club. Uh, so absolutely, I'm I'm over I'm over the moon uh, about this this development because you know what? <laughs> he's actually putting some good work for them. It's just, it is a slower league, right? And he's yeah. lost that he's lost that pace. He can't get up. Good for in the both BL. clubs. Yes, and 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 maybe for him, hey, man. So I think in his last thirteen games. I think he got three goals and seven assists, or maybe it was ten games. Yes, yes had a very nice, very nice return, and uh, I can't thank him enough for it because it convinced Inter to actually go through with this yeah. and take on this massive wage bill. That's going to be over forty million pounds saved over the next two years for United, just his bill. But is he? Is he getting like three fifty a week? Minimum, and I, th- I think there was a, I think there was a bonus of like fifty to seventy thousand dollars more if he started a match. Oh. Yeah, so, um, you know what? It was a the, the worst signing in PL history. I think, uh, based on the contract, I think it is. They didn't really actually pay a fee. They just swapped McEachern, but then to actually get rid of that with two years to go. Then you can't really say it's the worst, and if it was a swap, can you? I, but, but the I, but the but the but the the uh, his wage. J- just makes it that, yeah. Okay, worst contract, hands down. Yeah, worst contract, down. Down. yes. Yeah. When he was an artist, it was a good contract, but not Emmanuel. No, well, no, but he was already starting to fade then. Um, so, uh, and then we'll stick with United. It also looks like uh, we have a little uh, visitor. So we, we lost Guy for the day, but uh, our downstairs neighbor's cat has joined us in the back room. It's been pissing rain, so we're, uh, we're inside, and he's just uh, floating around. And it's it's uh, it's kind of funny that the thing that should replace guy today is is a cat because he cat dis- he despises them, but um, sticking at United it looks like the Sancho deal um, looks to be more or less more or less done. Like United, all of a sudden, seem to be making deals go a little faster than they have for the done done or like it's like not done. done. It's 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 is it like Havertz done? It it kind of sounds. Closer than Havertz. Havertz has died off, I'd say, in the last week or so. Mm -hmm. It looked like, I would say, over maybe a week and a half, two weeks ago, like Havertz was there. Leverkusen reporting that they haven't actually um, received received many offers, or any offers at all. Now, Sancho, um, in terms of United and Dortmund, Dortmund want a massive, that massive fee, they want it over to to be about 110 million pounds. Um, But it looks like they're going to pay installments. What I read today was, uh, I think, 63 million for this summer. Uh, i think about 20 ooh, over 3 years yeah 27 next summer and 19 the summer after so i think that's a good bit of business if this is actually how it goes down because then every every transfer window united have have reserved a little more cash especially this one yeah and, uh,
1: yeah it would be a good fit for Manuel. You
0: know. i think i think it's perfect it yeah. fits all profile of you know some young and fast attacking talent um he is Solely on the right, I think he can kind of play on the left. Greenwood's end then... on the bench. Yeah, but Greenwood's eighteen. Yeah. You know, um, Greenwood is or nineteen. Um, and Sancho's what twenty now as well. they're, yeah. they're all very, very young. Martial's still young. Rashford's still pretty young. Um, but these Greenwood and Sancho especially, you can't burn out Greenwood, and he's still in the depth yeah. anyway. And let them duke it out. Greenwood can also rotate up top as well, right? Yeah,
1: and some games for Rashford.
0: Yep. Yeah, because yeah, Greenwood really can play across the front three. Marcel can play up front and on the left. Sancho seems to be more devoted to the right. To, yeah. to the right. I think I've seen him on the left every now and then for Dortmund, but yeah. not so much. Um, so v- I'm very, very excited about that. And then hopefully I can just move on and start uh, plucking up some other players um, outside of England as well. There's so much more value outside of England, and, and great talent as well. United seem to be stuck in this kind of, uh, it was referred to as Brexit FC kind of thing where it's like English players that are good but you're overpaying for um, when you can find something possibly better and less expensive elsewhere. Um, Victor Ossingham. Yes, went to
1: Napoli for I believe 72.
0: I think it might get up to that. I think it dropped, I think it might have dropped down. I think originally we were all... The three of us were kind of blown away of about the rumors a couple of weeks ago that he was between, like, 70 and 80 million. I think he went for 72. Is that... Did I... I see, I, I was hearing that it was, uh... It was 50. 50 million, I believe, euros, which seemed to be... 73.2. No way. Yeah. 73.2. And that's official. Yeah. That's after add-ons? Is there an initial fee? I believe it's... Initial 60. Wow. I gotta say, like, well done by Lille. That's incredible scouting and... and to flip it, especially, uh, during coronavirus and teams losing money like that, surprise team like Napoli spent that much money on. Yeah, uh, yeah. I gotta say,
1: it's
0: back to back summers now. How much did uh Lozano? Yeah, about forty, wow. forty or so. So yeah, they broke they broke the record two summers in a row. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know they're showing some intent. I mean, I like that. Lozano hasn't entirely panned out, but I think later on this season, especially on the restart, he was getting a little more time. He was getting a little more adjusted.
1: Yeah, it um, seems I think. Like- he could be a
0: key player for them next year, and we'll see how Austin Hen hits the ground running as well.
1: It seems like a move that Napoli. I think they have to do it too because they have to go back to Champions League next year. They can't do another year Europa League back to back. No, so they don't. They have to jump back into the top four somehow. Yep,
0: absolutely, and I, I gotta say, it was. I guess it was. It was better, th- it was better than it was worse for sure, but Gattuso did a decent job there. I mean wherever Gattuso goes in Serie A is my favorite team. I I just I just love, you know, just I, I just love watching him and uh and and just seeing, you know, he's a total passion merchant, right? He's like Diego Simeone essentially of 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 Serie A basically The kind of save
1: Milan. Milan,
0: he uh, yeah, I I'm surprised <laughs> by that. Uh Pioli was a manager I did not rate at all. I thought he ran that Fiorentina team into the ground in the last year and a half or so. I thought that team had enough talent to be in like solidified Europa League. Instead, they're almost fighting relegation yeah. under him, and he's coming to Milan, and he's done a great job. Around. And I think honestly, I think Zlatan's a huge part of that too. I think yeah. Well, they both he signed for another
1: year. Yep. And I think they extended Dom- Donnarumma mm-hmm. as well. Donnarumma, uh, even though he's only twenty, or is he twenty? Or twenty twenty one? Maybe yeah. Twenty one because he's, he's ninety nine. I mean, mm-hmm. Um. And he's the third highest paid keeper in wages. Yeah, he's but he's, he's this is what his, <laughs> his fifth third season, highest.
0: fifth season starting constantly, uh for for yeah, Milan. A,
1: the just I think the second last game of the season was his two hundredth appearance for Milan mm-hmm. in all competitions. So that's yeah, that's a, well, was a record. Yeah, that's um, only twenty
0: one. Yeah, incredible. Uh, one one thing I will say about the Pioli things, I I wonder if this is going to blow up in Milan's face because they pretty much had uh, Regnik from RB Leipzig coming in. Um, ex manager for for Leipzig. Um, also I think he was their sporting director, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and this was like rumored all year long after, uh, um, you know, Gattuso had even stepped down last season, and and now Pioli has done such a great job that they've kind of almost, I'm I'm sensing like a Ollie Gunner Solskjaer kind of thing happening here. Oh, okay. Now I feel like hopefully Solskjaer's is turning the corner, but I do kind of also feel like, Pioli. Might have, uh, might have put the rose rose tinted glasses on on the Milan hierarchy there. Uh, we'll see. Um, now I guess we'll close out with uh, with City, City and yeah. some free agents as well. But uh, City smart bit of business, which they've done a number of times in the past. Their scouting network is incredible. They got Ferran Torres, right winger from Valencia, who's been I think he's about nineteen or tw- uh, twenty now. Yeah. And but he's been playing starting regularly more or less since last season uh the 20 2019 season um loads of talent i think he's going to fit in with pep's system perfectly
1: yeah just i think he's going to in a way jump into silva's spot bernardo
0: silva's bernardo silva's or well, Davids. david so, replacing and david and, then, and bernardo silva not actually
1: Well, they they he, he moves I know, around I think he moves around david now. started about the same amount of games right yeah yeah, fair say, enough. So just maybe just a replacement for Dab,
0: but not and, and competition for Bernardo. Sure. 23 million euros, I believe with some really um yeah, totaled really to 24.5. I also read today the bonus is up to 37 million, but some far-reaching ones such as uh, him winning like the Ballon d'Or. Um so great great business. I I applaud City for that. I mean, I yeah. Can't stand necessarily where they came from in terms of where they are, <laughs> but like they've done a great job and and they and they're happy to go into the European market and find that um I mean Cheap hey, I, I love the intent from United most likely getting Sancho, but who knows? Who knows in the long run who has a better career, Torres or, or Sancho? There's gonna be way more pressure on on Sancho as well. Yeah. Um now sticking with City and actually kind of going back on uh their their, their proper businesses all not so not not uh, it's not done yet, but possibly signing Nathan McKay for about forty one million pounds. Um which it I done. it is it is done. Yeah, it is. It, done. It's done, it's done. It, okay. All right. I rate Nathan McKay, but for for someone for a defender who didn't have a great season, he was obviously um in a struggling Bournemouth squad, but to pay that much for someone who got relegated, a team that's gonna need money anyway, I I don't know what City were really doing there. I think they paid about $15 million over. Over? I think so. I think they just want to secure the asset. Yeah.
1: And for me, I, it would be a good signing, but he's left-footed. And Laporte's left-footed. Uh-huh. And
0: that's the, that's they, the issue there. Like, they're not going to put one of them one on the right. the right. See, but I think a K and this is where I think they were is I think they still want two center backs. And I think they want a right-footed center back, possibly a class-solidified one such as Kula Bally. And then he's more or less... He's a squad player. Invitation rotation player. Right? Yeah. yeah. So yes. that's where I think they were paid. So are they going to get rid of Stones? Uh, yes, actually. Stones have been linked to West Ham. West Ham? Yes. Then? Yes. So Stones played. and Odemendi might be both out the door. I'd get rid of Odomendi Odomendi, first. yeah, yeah. I would
1: let... I would cut... I would pay him yeah, yeah, yeah. out if I could. <laughs> yeah, I'd pay him yeah, yeah. out if I could. Yeah.
0: Um, so, I, like... And, and yeah, I think they've stayed. Like, they want two center backs. They get the one... Again, a player that I rate, but I still think they were paid, and he he will be he'll he'll be a bench player. He'll be there. He'll be a solid replacement if someone gets hurt or someone needs a rest. But uh, I think you're right. You know, both have, both being left footed, they uh, there's an issue there, and they need that they need that right footed. Yeah, I don't know, and and even with Ederson as a left footer
1: too, mm-hmm. if you want to try and play Ederson because they do play Ederson a lot, but just three left footed people. Right. And lefties usually don't have good rights. Mm-hmm. So if you pressure them to pressure them right, pressure them into mistake. Yeah. So that was uh, an interesting one signing.
0: Yeah. I, than, I I agree. I mean, I, I think if they gone for like twenty five, maybe even thirty, I'd understand a little bit more. I do think they ever paid and I mean kudos to Bournemouth. I don't know what maybe Cedar trying to inflate the market elsewhere. I have no idea. Um okay, let's go on to the scout. Lots of uh, oh, sorry, and actually, do we have a – some free agents that you want to uh, you want to mention? Uh, Vertonghen, uh, mm-hmm. Tottenham have
1: parted ways. Yeah, parted ways, and Roma's heavily linked with uh, Vertonghen. Okay. hopefully getting a deal done there. And uh, I forgot who the other interesting one was. Well,
0: there's William to Arsenal. Oh, William!
1: It was William. Yes, uh, he rejected the two-year uh, offer that Chelsea gave. Yeah, and. Is doing is following his Brazilian friend David, David Luiz and wanting to go from Chelsea to Arsenal,
0: yeah. Just staying put, they're mercenaries, man. Yeah. That's what the Brazilian Brazilian players are just totally champions. League, no, right? no, no. Europa League. are Europa <laughs> Europa League. yeah, right? <laughs> uh, yeah, un, unreal, unreal. But you know, he probably thinks that you know, Williams seeing that uh, Chelsea have picked up and might pick up averts, but they picked up Werner as well. Um, Pulisic has been great, although he just did get injured. Maybe he's not getting to that team as much. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And that's... Uh, he wants to but, be a consistent starter. But with Arsenal, he might not be either. there Like, they're, they're loaded at the top. And so, yeah. I don't want to go youthful, too. Yes. I, 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 don't really, uh, I don't really get that move. But, um, okay. So, I move on the scout? Yep. All right. Uh, would you like me to go first, or yourself? Yeah, you can go first. All right. I This is somewhat the same to you, Mike. This is a, a bit of a cop... No, It's not really a cop-out. You know, I don't think too many people have heard of him. But I hadn't heard of this kid since... until Up until a week ago. Uh, his name is Ryan Aenuri, a uh, French uh, left-footed left-back at Angers. Just turned 19 in June. He's broken to the team when he's 17, but was consistently playing this season until January when he broke his jaw. Um, but the reason why I, I heard about him is because both Manchester clubs, City and United, n- n- no smaller Manchester club, have tabled offers for him for about, I think, ten to $15, million, 15 million or something like that. Um, now... It's it's I think it'd be actually a really nice signing for United, uh, to back up Luke because they have they don't have anyone playing on the left left footed defenders either, apart from Luke Shaw. He's like their only one. Um he's uh he's very speedy and dangerous in the attack. He's uh he's a good dribbler. He's completed about forty two percent of his crosses, um, which is I think putting it puts him in the top thirty, um of anyone in the top five leagues. Yeah, it's a, uh, that's a good percentage. It is it is a very nice percentage. Um and and uh, he's 5'10. Now, that's not incredibly tall, but uh, another I think important stat and I think kind of shows his tenacity um and and how how he's willing to uh uh to fight for the ball is that just being 5'10, he uh he wins 70% a little over 70% of his aerial duels. Um which is a really nice return. I mean, that's like the, that's that's a high percentage for almost any defender. You have the likes of Koulibaly and Van Dyke getting up into probably like in the 80% range, but um, I thought that was a, a nice little stat for him. Now, to show how important he has been to the Angers squad is the fact that before he was injured, he'd started 16 out of the 17 matches, but they tried four different left-wingers in front of him in those 17 matches. So they were just... They weren't scoring very much, but it wasn't really on him. Um, and going forward, uh, he's a force, um, and at least putting balls in, not so much as finishing. Um, but defensively, his recovery speed's amazing as well. And what Angers would do is they would, um, even if their keeper was on the, like, their right side of the box, um, taking a goal kick or, or kicking the ball out, um, Ainuri would be up on the far left side of midfield, stretching the defense, uh, the the opposition's defense, but still has that ability. Should they turn it over to recover and track back and cover the center backs, um, I think what I've read in terms of what he needs to uh, improve on is his kind of positional awareness. He's he's he was eighteen. You know he's young. I think it's something that he can, if if he's going to reach the level that you know people think that he will, um, they'll uh he'll work on that. But he's been caught out a couple times not marking his blind side um, and, and also kind of being over-enthusiastic with tackles and lunging in on tackles and either being susceptible to taking yellows or if he's lunging on those tackles and not getting to the ball first, then there's a giant pocket of space behind him um, for, the, for, the, for the opposing player receiving the pass to pick up on. But I think there's, um, there, there's a lot of rumors about him, and I'd be happy to sign him because, you know, Brandon Williams has done a good, decent job. For his age, but Brandon Williams is right-footed yeah. and he's a right back. He, but he's been filling for Luke Shaw a lot. So, I that's that's the kind of signing I'd love to see as a United fan. It seems more up City's alley in terms of that value and that and that proper scouting. But uh, see what happens for Zinchenko. Yeah, well, or yeah. battle it out right with uh, Zinchenko, even Mandy too, right? So anyway, uh, Ryan Ainuri something to keep an eye on, and there's gonna be a lot of talk about him in the next couple weeks, I think.
1: All right. Um, my player is Hudson-Edouard, a uh, 22-year-old Celtic striker, uh, an African-French player, um uh, mm-hmm. former PSG player, loaned out twice, first with uh, Toulouse. Um, that didn't really end nicely, unfortunately. Um, he was uh, a part of an incident, uh, a BB gun incident, where him and a... a Uh, teammate
0: yeah,
1: were caught shooting someone in the head with one and and for about four months they went back and forth in the courts to see who did it Uh, they both stayed quiet then the other players said he did it but then they said he was actually in the passenger seat and it complications he he got out of it but there was uh, a
0: lot of drama this is
1: when he was at Toulouse Uh, yes and then obviously after that Toulouse so, cut, cut cut the loan. so he was loaned out to Celtic the mm-hmm. next year after a four-month suspension uh, because of that yep. And uh, as a 19-year-old teenager, he still had a great season with uh, Celtic um, he, had, he only had about one goal in 17 appearances with Toulouse And then he had nine goals in 22 league games uh, In the debut season? Uh, debut season for Celtic mm-hmm. um, he, uh, He's... When he was younger, uh, playing for the French national team, the Euro Under-17, France ended up beating Germany in the finals, uh, scoring 15 goals in the tournament and only conceding two. Wow. Um, he scored eight of the 15 goals, uh, which was a record Jeez. for that tournament, and Very with nice. a hat trick in the final against Germany and a 4-1 win. Um, so, he's he, he's creeping up the ranks for France. it's uh, yeah. 22, so hopefully he has to break soon. Soon, yes, absolutely, absolutely. Or it's
0: not he, he did have that stumbling block, right, with Toulouse. Um, but in the last couple of years at Celtic, he's been yeah. he's been their main man. And the last two seasons,
1: after that first teenager season, mm-hmm. he has fifty one goals and ninety seven appearances.
0: Very nice. Yeah, very and, nice. And, his- and was getting done in at the top level, like Scottish League. Obviously, Celtic kind of run away with it. But you saw, you saw performances uh, of him in the Europa League this year, and Celtic had uh, And they're still in it. Yeah, they are still in it. Um, and had a good little run. So. Uh, I, think, I think key goals against Lazio, they, they knocked out Lazio to their group stage, and, um, and yeah, he was a big part of that. Um, where do you think he might be going? Because there were even talks of him possibly moving last year, too. Yes. Uh, right now, the
1: biggest talks with the clubs for him is Arsenal. Um, but... It's just been talks, no actual offers. He was, I believe, one the, like the second highest Celtic signing after he was loaned out the first year. That the Celtics signed him, and it was around nine million. I and mean, he's valued about like, about seventeen
0: right now. That's it. I mean, that's it's, a that's a bargain deal. But you gotta think if you're, if you're an Arsenal fan, like here's all this talk about, you know, Willian, you know, signing on the free potentially. Edward, which should be a nice signing, but they're they're so top heavy. Yeah, they're going a lot with Inqatia,
1: Saka. I uh, believe mm. Saka's the number seven for Arsenal now.
0: I think he. I think that was the big news. I, on okay. Arsenal. All right. Yeah, he started so. off at left back, and now they've they've moved him up to, to midfield. Um, which is fine. I mean, like they have likes of tier, like their wing backs, Tierney and Bellerin. I, I rate Tierney a little bit more at this point, but. Uh, um, but yeah, sorry. Back to Edward is. Uh, you know. Do you think that would be a beneficial move for him? No. He's going to be stuck behind Aubameyang? Yeah. Lacazette maybe gets sold out. That That's that's possible. He should go to a, a top five league. But sure. not to a big club. Mm. I
1: think like a mid-range club would he, would... he would settle in a bit more. Sure. And I guess playing in Scotland, moving to England wouldn't be that bad of a transition because you're kind of used to the style of play. Mm-hmm. You know it's... Less, but it's similar the, compared to, I would say, like, Germany or Spain. Right. Different styles of football. Yeah. So, and it's working for him at Celtic, so. Okay. That's my scope for the, for the week. Yeah,
0: no, right on. Um, yeah, I'd, I'd be surprised if he, if he makes it, because he makes it past his transfer window in, in, in a Celtic jersey. Um, so, yeah, keep an eye out for him as well. Okay, let's um, move on to the Europa League preview. We're uh we're back we're back with European football, starting on Wednesday, and uh, the Champions League will be picking back up on Friday. So Wednesday Thursday, um there were a couple ties that actually didn't start. They didn't yes. have they didn't have a first round. Um, so they'll just be playing a one and done, um, heads up, heads up match. Round of sixteen, yeah. Right, Ra- yeah, yeah, round of sixteen, that's so. And they'll be playing it in. Portion in Portion. in Portugal, whereas the other the other teams that did start um, and had their first legs, will be actually doing reverse fixtures at an empty stadium yeah. with their opponent. Um, quickly, we'll do United last. United's up five nil. Um, they won the fixture in Austria five 0 So I think this is a great time for United just to rotate the squad. Yeah, I and mean just best players. Yeah. No, no, no need
1: to play the main players play.
0: Mm-hmm. Likes of uh, you know, get Fred McTomney. Hopefully, getting some form. Dan James, Odin Gallo, yeah, uh, Eric Bayi Williams, Williams Mar- uh, Mar- uh, Fosu Mensah, Mensah Dallo. You know you can do oh, Fosu. Yeah, you can, yeah, you can do Bayi Bayi. Yep, yeah. Complete squad rotation. I'd say Romero. for that game. Yep, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, so yeah, that's a, that's a, the tie is done. We'll see what that B team can do. So Mike Guy and I, um, just we'll just do some context here. Guy and I would do like a $10 each kind of parlay thing uh, every time Europa League was on because there's so many games. So the three of us have done 10 each um, with uh, with the eight games, Wednesday and Thursday. So we have United, heavy, heavy favorites. Maybe we get screwed there by the B team. <laughs> I was thinking yeah. <laughs> about that. I was, I was really thinking about that. Um, moving on, um, Copenhagen versus Istanbul, Basa Bas- Bas- Shakir.
1: I don't even... Try. I, I don't You know even what? Try. I don't even try. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> sorry,
0: Rom. Rom, if you're listening, I utterly butchered that. But maybe you don't care because you're a Besiktas fan. Um, so, Istanbul won the first... Their fixture at home 1-0, going back to Copenhagen. So, it was tight. Um, I can't say I profess to know too much about these teams, except for Istanbul coming off their maiden uh, Turkish Super League victory. The first team to win outside of Galatasaray, Besiktas, and Fenerbahce and I think... I think, I think, I was talking to Rom about this. Ten years? More. I think it was, uh, maybe at least '09, if not before that. I, I think. I, I believe that's what it was. Um, so, they're gonna be riding high off of that, but they've also had time to, you know, come down, because this, this wrapped up two or three weeks ago. So, it's not like, you know, they're gonna be not focused anymore. They've had time to celebrate, and they'll have had time to, uh, yeah, get no back on the pitch. And, champagne hangover. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't think that's gonna be an issue. Um... Now in this one, I think we had uh, both teams to score. Yes. We actually didn't pick a, a win- we didn't pick a winner or or a draw for that matter. Um, we don't really know what to make of this game. Yeah, just it was one it.
1: nothing kg man. So, we would think there's going to be goals in the second one. Teams would like to score. One team has to. Yep. And, you are thinking maybe two one either way.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go one all actually is uh is, is what I'm gonna say on that. I think Copenhagen will will take the I don't know why. This is just like pure speculation. But uh I think Copenhagen will take the first the first uh the lead and then Istanbul will battle back and Copenhagen won't be able to get it over the line. Um let's let's close out with those matches that actually didn't start. There are two, because so, there are two juicy ones as well, so we'll close out with those. Um move on to uh something a little less uh Exciting as Basel versus Frankfurt. Frankfurt's at home, but Basel won the first match three nil, or actually, um, pardon me, Basel's at home. Now we uh, we have Frankfurt winning. There's talent in that team. I know. See, I think I, th- I know more about Frankfurt and some of their players than than I do Basel, just by the fact yeah. Basel utterly destroying Frankfurt in this uh, in that first in that first fixture. Do you think there's a chance for a comeback?
1: No. Was three nothing right yeah yeah, yeah it's that's odd would have it right, and coming off of a restart, maybe you could say that's the, a good reasoning for it, but still it's too much overcome, it's too much,
0: yeah, but we do have them winning,
1: yes, yeah,
0: we do, um i think I think Frankfurt, especially coming from the Bundesliga and being one of the Bundesliga teams that do kind of play a little free-flowing football and have some, have some solid attacking prowess. Um, I think they're c- going to come up, potentially open themselves up and get exposed, but they're going to go for it. And I think there's, go- there's goals in that game. And I'm seeing 2-1, I'm 2-1 seeing Frankfurt. Yeah. I, hope, I mean, I hope we're right, because obviously we have this parlay. Um, all right, moving on to Wolfsburg and Shakhtar Donetsk. Two relatively big clubs, um, Shakhtar's at home for this and actually won the reverse fixture two one. At home. Uh, yeah, Shakhtar's European proven. Yeah, Wolfsburg yeah. find themselves there a lot as well. And they're actually Wolfsburg are a team now, that actually do quite well on the road. That's on the road in the Bundesliga. Do you think a tri- um like a trip to Ukraine might be a little bit too much? It's Empty Stadium. It is Empty Stadium. It's
1: Empty Stadium. there was fans, yes. Uh Uh-huh. Because that is a pretty electric atmosphere. Yes, it is. But with Empty Fans, it's it's different.
0: It is, but, I mean, see, Wolfsburg were a good road team when there were fans in the stadium.
1: Oh, so you're saying they won't even play as well as they usually would. Maybe maybe Uh,
0: they won't. Maybe they won't. Um, For example, like... When when the restart kicked off in, in Germany and and uh and they were on the road, you know what? No, they still they still got it done on the road. They absolutely did. I think they only lost one road match to to Gladback. Other than that, I think they won the rest. Okay. Um could be something in that. I think that's gonna be an interesting interesting matchup actually. What did we have for that one? I believe we took Schachter,, Shakhtar? I right. believe we
1: took Shakhtar, yeah. Let's to... Yeah, they, they, they've been there. I'm yeah. not saying they're going to win it, but... They're mm-hmm. used to that. Either... At they are consistently Champions in League group stage, and then sure. Europa League pass, or sometimes even... Just game. straight Europa League. Yeah. 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 Or even they get to round the 16 and...
0: In champs, yeah. In champs yeah. Yeah, Wolfsburg are not consistently making yeah. it in, right? Yeah. Yeah, fair enough. Um... And the, all the other matches have been... No, we have Rangers and Leverkusen. Oh, yes. Um. Won. Uh. No, Leverkusen won that 3-1. On
1: the road, right?
0: Yes, on the road. I think I think that's enough for them to get through against Rangers. Um, I think Gerard's done an interesting thing there. I think Rangers will be battling again in the Scottish premiership next season. Well, this season, because it started there already. But... Uh, it's it's gonna to be too much for them to overcome. Yeah. What I will say though is that. Leverkusen it look like Kai Havertz is gonna be playing for Leverkusen. Originally, um, even up until two or three weeks ago, Leverkusen and Havertz had said that he was gonna play, but he's. I think he's um, he's changed his mind on that and is kind of more or less forcing a move through most right likely late. to Chelsea, um, and kind of doing what Werner, Werner did, did with Leipzig. So, although I think it's too much for Leverkusen to. To blow this to Rangers, they're I had them as you know, one of the favorites before Havertz left to win Europa League. Yeah. I'd say up there with uh, Inter and United, but it's gonna be without Havertz. I don't think there's a chance. I don't think uh, depending on who they draw in the next round, I don't th- I don't see them getting past the next round. Yeah, we do have Leverkusen to win that game. For the record, um, now um, last match that I actually did have a first fixture was Wolves Olympiakos. And we, after last podcast, we sat around, you know, making our picks for this. And the three of us, this game gave us the most trouble. Three separate answers. Yeah. um, So, we... Michael had Wolves. I was very close to taking Wolves. Michael had Wolves. Um, Guy took both teams to score. And I said, goals under two and a half, which means there can't be more than two goals in the game. We wound up taking that. And... Mike, what was what was some of the thinking behind this? This was this is uh this is a really tough one.
1: It was. Uh Olympiacos obviously took out Arsenal, so mm-hmm. they're they are they're already used to the English style and it's a I guess I don't even it's hard to say this year if the Arsenal's actually better than Wolves. But well, <laughs> clearly they're not. They finished below them in the table know, and, and made it for them in the Europa League. So <laughs> So but like that was a big shock and, Yeah, absolutely. And I, I was thinking Wolves they played defensively already. Mm-hmm. They didn't get the, the result they wanted in Premier League, the finishing below Tottenham and not securing that European League spot. And I think they'll have everything to play for. And I think that's why I took them to win.
0: Fair, yeah, fair enough. Um, and that was and that was even before Arsenal had won the FA Cup as yeah. well. Um, but that would still be in in the back of your Olympia mind. Olympiacos
1: hasn't played any meaningful games. No. So they've wrapped up the league already.
0: Fair, yeah. Um, but we didn't actually outright take Wolves. Now, see, what I was thinking is that it was, it's 1-1 going into this, by the way. Uh, in 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 Greece, um, 1-1 was the first fixture. Now, Wolves are a very defensive team. I am not too sure about Olympiacos, all in all, but... When I, when I think of, like, the Greece national team, for example, they are also very defensive. Um, even even against Arsenal, I believe they only lost 1-0 first leg, and they came back and won 1-0 to force extra time. Yes. Right? Yeah. So, th- those were... And, that's, and that's, a, that's against an Arsenal team that more or less relies on attack more than anything. Yeah. Um, so, Wolves can shut it down. They can... They can... It can be a 0-0 draw, and they go through. Yes. You know, it's going to be very, I think it's going to be very, very cagey.
1: Yeah.
0: So, we, unless there's some fluke early goal, I think that might screw us. Yeah, that, uh, any under uh, early goal. So it. what do you have for that game? I still have Wolves. You have Wolves? I, uh, yeah. Score? Just, just you 2-1. Know, you're going 2-1. So, yeah. so we're losing this bet, is what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> well, you yeah. should have spoke up a little bit more. <laughs> no. um, I am, I'm going to go, Uh. I'm going to go 1-0 no Wolves. Hopefully in classic in classic Wolves fashion. Okay, now let's get on to the straight knockout matches. There were no first um there were no first uh, leg uh, round fixtures. Inter Gatafe. Inter. Inter straight up, inter. yeah. Yeah, we have inter. I, was
1: Getafe.
0: I don't think so either. I think Gatafe um just, you know, were playing their style of football so, have and have been so well for the last couple of years, which is extremely defensive. Um niggling, like, getting under other teams' skin. Yeah, if you watch... Small fouls repeatedly. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, if, you, if any of you guys watch them against Ajax um, in the previous round, Ajax were just losing their mind, trying to yeah. break them down and also dealing with their shit. Yeah. But... Um, but... Uh, the thing is, with uh, with Getafe's, they've kind of lost their... They've kind of lost their... Um, their flow a little bit. They didn't. They didn't come back, uh, on the restart in Spain, and uh, and went and wind up doing all too well. Inter also playing in Syria kind of is used to um, frustrating defense, uh, frustrating teams that sit back on you. So I think that kind of plays into Inter's hands a little bit more, <clears throat> because, like they're, they're they're just they're just used to it. And Getafe don't have the quality going forward against a Syria squad, one of the best Syria squads that also are very adept in terms of uh, in terms of their defense. So going both ways, you can even tilt the defense towards Inter side as well. So when it comes down to it, Inter just just used to that Getafe style of play, um, especially as I said, having been uh, ha- having been uh, playing. Or being a Serie squad, right? So, there you go. Um, now, I think the juiciest fixture, Mike, is uh, Sevilla versus Rome. Roma. If If anyone was wondering why I was, it was just me talking for a while. Mike had to run to the bathroom. I, I think I repeated <laughs> myself like three times there. I was really like, I was my apologies. Really strong stop. No, 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 no. no, no, no. <laughs> um, uh, Sevilla versus Rome, Roma. This one's a toss-up. We took a draw on this, we by the way. We so took we a did, draw. We didn't know what to do. No.
1: We didn't know. If I had to pick one, I would pick Sevilla. You would, eh? They, they won it what, like three times? Three times? in the past like seven years or something. That like was that. that
0: was three times, but like, what four, How how many years ago? They won it three times in a row. They still know how to play. They yeah they they different do. team yeah that but. different that was Unai Emery's baby though. <laughs> well, where have they been really since then? I mean, they actually eliminated United in Champions League, but <laughs> <laughs> uh, but with Europa, I don't know. I think. I think who's going through. I mean, hopefully we get the draw, right? But I think who's going to be. I I'm leaning on Roma. I think they just have a little more attacking prowess. That's going to get the job done, and uh, I don't know if. I don't know if and 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 I and I rate them defensively as well. But you know what? Just hit me. Chris Smalling is not going to be playing for Roma, and Chris Smalling was integral to that team. This year. Yes. Some yes, some people think about that. Yeah. some people actually have him as like one of the best defenders in Syria. Like someone naming them to their oh, A team, team of the year. Of the year. Uh, he didn't make it, but he was he was knocking on the door, and that's actually that actually that just clicked right now, and that kind of changes my mind actually.
1: He took it, uh, it could still be a tie. If you never know.
0: It, it could, yeah, yeah. It it uh, it could. The Smalling play in the game against Juve? i
1: or is he already out?
0: I'm not sure, but he's I definitely gone. He now. He's, he's he's definitely gone now. Yeah. I think it was the Sunday, and they played on the Saturday. So yeah, I th- okay. He, I think yeah. he was still at least part of the squad. I'm not sure if he played. Okay. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, that's gonna be a really really tricky one. Uh, I, well, it's gonna be. I think it should be a good watch. And I don't think it's gonna be that cagey. What do you think about this game? No, I think it'll be goals, especially yeah. with one leg. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: already in neutral. Yeah, I think it'll be. At least three. Okay. Three goals.
0: You're going to 2-1? Yeah. Or maybe
1: even 3-1 one for one team. But definitely, I think, over. Over is okay. what I think we should have done now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, right? I know. Um, okay, guys. Uh, thanks for listening. Um, we'll be back, hopefully, on Thursday. Did we miss a game? I don't believe so. Let's, maybe we're not signing off, you said. I don't think we missed a game. Okay, yeah, we didn't. No, we didn't. Um, and we'll hopefully on Thursday and even more so hopefully with Guy um, for a little ch- well, uh, Europa League review Yeah. Uh, because I'll be wrapped up and then we'll do a champs preview as well. We've got um, some fixtures that have started and we can preview into the next round as well. I can finally uh, say goodbye to my team. Yeah, well, Mike, you can save those tears for, <laughs> for Thursday, even prior to that. Um, okay, guys, thanks for listening and um, talk to you soon. Yeah. Have a good one, guys.